Welcome to the Up, Out, and Away podcast with life coach and neurolinguistic programming practitioner, Elsie Ware. We're glad you are here and have taken the time to be much more and accomplish much more in life by walking in your heartfelt desires. Now, Elsie is giving all that he is to help you be all who you are so that you will finally grow, glow, and go. Let's get started right now. Here's Elsie. All right, here we are. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm very happy that uh, you are beginning to get the idea from the first place that we were talking about. When we talk about up, out, and away. Remember in the last podcast, I identified what that was. And I used the analogy of sitting in a chair with your arms tied on the armrest. That's the position that many people find themselves today. Is they're tied. But look at the position they're tied in. They are tied down. Now, some people feel like they have some movement because they're, they, they think that their arms are not tied. And that causes you to be um, deceived because most people who are in that way, and it may be you, are tied down but don't know you're tied down until you start trying to do something. Then you figure out, number one, hey, I'm tied down. Number two, my arms are tied. I can't untie myself. How do I get out of this state? How do I get out of where I am? How do I get back to what I want to do? Then they start thinking, well, I wasn't doing what I want to do anyway. And they figure it out. That's how I ended up in this chair with my arms tied without the ability to do something that will lead me into what I really want to do. Unfortunately, it's the mindset of many people who feel like, let me just jump in and do it. Let me just move into that space and do it. Let me just move into that apartment that I know I can't afford right now, let me just move in there and trust the goodwill of life to bring to me what I think I should have in this life. So if that's the case, when that happens, no cleaning items I don't have what I need to live in this place. Well, that's the same thought about being in that chair. If you're there long enough, you'll find out 
that your arms are tied and you can't get up when you want to get up. That is a problem. You can't get up how you want to get up. And it's another problem when you don't know that you are in the chair in the first place until you realize so many people are zooming by you. Boom. And they are moving at such a pace that you're looking at wind. You don't even see them, but you know something is passing you in life. And here you are in a seated position, but you just found out. Okay? So you've got to recognize what you want. Number one. In order to stand up, you have to untie yourself by mapping out the route to get the information that you need to untie those ropes. Now, if you are intelligent enough, you'll see right away that, hey, I can't untie myself. So you start looking for that information that comes from other people. That information is going to come from other people. And it's great to have other people around you who don't mind helping you by at least untying your arms so that you can lift yourself up from that chair, from that problem from that mindset from even that relationship that's knocking you upside the head but all kinds of things can launch themselves towards you and to you until you try to catch the medicine ball you know what a medicine ball is it's that big leather ball well I haven't been in the gym in so long I don't I don't know if they're still leather or not, but boxing gyms particularly, you see these huge round leather objects that are extremely heavy. But the idea there is for you to flex your abdominal muscles, somebody throws it to you and you catch it. And it helps to build the abdominal uh, and the upper cavity of your body, and even part of the, the legs, the mechanisms that you use to walk with. So somebody, or life, I'd like to say, throws a medicine ball at you. Well, what's a medicine ball for in life? Well, you're tossed a medicine ball in life because there is some kind of illness or some kind of thing that's going on that's uh, weakening you. So the idea behind being in the chair with your arms tied is that you're in that chair, your arms are tied, and your muscles are going to atrophy. So that by the time you get out of that chair, if you ever do, and you're lucky enough, wiggle around until the ropes or whatever's got you your arms tied fall off which most times it's not going to do, you're going to find yourself in a deeper mess than you are because struggling is going to do nothing but make you sore. Okay? You're going to get sore. 
and that will cause you to pull less and less to try to free yourself. So somebody who's willing to step in there and help you untie yourself, but don't be one of those people who expect that person to lift you out of that situation. That's really your responsibility. You see, I, I like to work with people who want to take the responsibility of themselves and not expect me to pull them out. I love to give the tools. But once I give the tools, I'll teach you how to use them. But then it's up to you to apply them. So I'll get your arms untied. I'll give you a fresh look at life, a new perspective, a different place, and how to not fall apart if that perspective does not work, does not give you the answers that you need. But to begin to change that perspective, once you're out of the chair, you can change that perspective. And today, that's really what I want to talk about is a way to get out. Last podcast, I talked about a way to stand up. Once you stand up, don't stand there. That's the worst thing you can do. Because even from standing, you can get very, very, very tired. If that happens to you, you're going to sit down voluntarily because you are tired, mentally drained, energy gone, looking very, very bad because you are tired just from standing. But people that remain in motion, it seems like they get tired. But if you notice, if they were so tired then they would not be able to improve upon their lives, improve upon what they've already done. They are always, look at an athlete. An athlete always looks to better themselves all the time. The best athletes, in most cases, even when it comes to them having a natural ability that natural ability is not a see-all, take-all. That natural ability is a starting point, and they know that. But if they can start there, they can improve. They can improve. You don't know this with your arm tied, even if you have one arm loose. You don't know that. You still can't get up. You can't look at that as freedom. So when you stand up, you cannot look at that as freedom. If you stand there too long, you're going to end up back in the chair. Your mindset is going to fall. And you will be back in that chair being found tying your own arms up by Life by matters, by situations, by things. I wasn't worth it anyway. I, I shouldn't have tried that. I'm so embarrassed. And, and I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have 
been kinder, should have been better. I should have. Well, my friend, you're not dead. You're only in the chair. You can get out of that chair. And the idea that you should be settling for is I'm getting out of this chair. And I almost don't care what it takes because this chair is destroying and ruining my strength so that when I do get up, I can't move out. All right? So you have to build the mental state. Once you get up, you stand up out of that thing that's holding you back in life. Once you stand up and you're feeling better, that's the time to develop the mental state that will keep you from returning and tying your own self up. Blaming yourself and things of that sort. That's the time to plan to move out. How do you do that? By preparing your mental state. Your mental state. How do you do that? Well, let me tell you, don't get stuck on the house. Find the information that you need and your house will be answered automatically. Start looking for what you need. Don't stand there asking questions because the questions will never end. Once you ask how, you can always ask how of the answer. And it becomes repeated over and over and over and over again. Okay, well, I planted a tree. Well, how did you do that? Well, at first I had to dig up the ground. And how did you do that? Well, I got a shovel and a pick, and I broke the ground open so that I could plant the tree. But how did you do that? Because the ground is follow. So how did you break up that follow ground? Well, you see, um, I had to start with swinging the pick and digging with the shovel. But I thought you were sick. How, how, how did you do that? How did you get the strength to do that? Well, you see, I stood up one day and decided I was ill. I was, my, my mindset had began to set down because I was already sitting down and life wasn't just passing me by, I was helping it by, by lifting the bridge gate for free. When I saw my life coming, I lifted the floodgate. But what's a floodgate for? It's to stop a flood. But understand, it's a gate. If it's open, it won't stop any kind of flood. All right? It's not going to stop a flood. All right? So now, one day I decided I needed to get up from here. When I got up, I did a self-evaluation. 
I examined my mindset. I examined the things that were physically wrong. I examined the things that were going on in my life. You cannot do a very good examination of yourself until you are in a place to do so. You don't need an examination of yourself when you are down, sitting in a chair of life, your arms tied in life, inhibiting your ability, and that's your ability to figure some things out, so you can't do that in the wrong place at the wrong stage. It's just not going to happen, all right? So you want to do the right thing at the right time. So timing is everything, knowing when to do something and when not. When you are on a journey, and you'll, you'll have to see yourself before you start that journey in order to pinpoint not only where you're going, but how to get there and plan out the travel event. Unless you put it in someone else's hands, and if you're the one who is traveling, I really wouldn't want to do that. Sometimes you have to, such as if you're flying somewhere, you have to because most people don't come with the skills to fly a jet, a plane, or even to jump out of a tree and be safe. Most people don't have those skills. I'm one of them. So when I fly somewhere, I have to entrust somebody else to get me there. All right? But look what happens once I reach the airport. My life is back in my hands. <laughs> right? Right away. Back in my hands. And I pick up and I move ahead. And I'm excited about having completed that part of that leg of the journey. Because I was on my way and now I'm getting there. I'm getting somewhere. So now I can appreciate and celebrate that I got this far. I'm 3,000 miles from where I was this morning. I'm a long way. I couldn't have made it by walking or sitting in a chair. How do you do that? You see, so you have to build a mental state. When you build the mental state, then you have to move on, B, to understand the matching mindset. Why did I say matching mindset? Because there are a lot of mindsets you can have, a lot of mindsets you can do, but does it match where you want to go? Even if you take the fastest way of getting there, you may get on the jet, but if the jet is flying south, but your destination is north, it does you absolutely no good, and you're only making your journey longer. And if you already have an impatience inside, 
impatient mindset, impatient, period. The last thing you want to do is make the journey longer. So you have to match your journey by the mindset according to the journey that you need to have. That'll cause you to go and buy the right ticket. These days, we would go online and we would buy the correct ticket to our destination. You never buy a ticket, an airline ticket, that does not have a destination. Ladies and gentlemen, we're calling you to gate number six now, and we want you to get on board and find your seats and sit down quickly because we're headed to nowhere and everywhere at the same time. You will never, ever hear that. Never, ever hear that. So why follow that? You see? And then the last thing is to begin to practice what you have learned. Okay, on that one, I'm going to stop right here because that's going to take me a little more time. I'm going to stop right there and pick that up in our very next podcast. All right? Begin to practice what mindset you have learned. Okay? You have learned. Practice it. What do you want? Peace, calm. You see people that are peaceful and calm. And it seems like nothing touches them. Well, trust me, it touches them. But they're able to handle it in a different way. Maybe that's what you want. Okay? So you have to do what they do or use that as a base to plant your own tree. Break up your own follow ground. Paying somebody else will cause you to run out of money because that becomes an expense. They walk away with the reward, the money. The money. What are you left with? More work to do because after that tree is planted, then maybe that flower over there needs to be planted. Maybe the sidewalk needs to be broken up and re-poured. Maybe, you see, it just goes on and on and on and on. You can stop that process, and I suggest you do. Okay, thanks for showing up. I want you to remember always, always, always that when it is possible, you can accomplish it. That's my personal model. When it is possible, you can accomplish it. Now you must decide what is possible and do it. Okay? My name is Elsie, and I'm glad to be with you, and I will see you in the next...